Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to The Art of Decluttering. I'm one of your hosts, Kirsty Perugia. I am the other host, Amy Ravel. We are so glad that you've taken the time to join us today. Let us sit in your ears. That sounds a bit weird. I just had a picture of like the BFG by Roald Dahl where he has these huge ears and the boy whose name I can't remember sits on his shoulder or something like that. We're like, if you're the BFG listeners... And we're like the weird little boys that sit in your ears. Just stop. Just stop. We are glad that you've taken the time to listen to us, (laughs) however that may be. And we hope that we can provide some laughter, which we've done already, and um, some uh, knowledge to you as well today. Yeah. What are we chatting about? We are chatting about the new Netflix show, season one of the home edit so so many people have been talking about it in our Facebook community and giving their thoughts and reactions and what they're loving and what they're not loving so much so we thought we would share with you guys from our perspective um this is not a critique it's simply Kirsty and Amy watching the show through professional organizing lenses and through our lens yeah and we also just wanted to give you a heads up on what you could expect if we were to come into your home and how that might look the same or different from the television show and the realities of doing a TV show. And obviously they can't show everything in a TV show. So yeah, we just thought we'd have a, have a crack at, um, yeah, telling you how similar we are to Claire and Joanna and how different we are as well. Yes, what do you love about the show? I love that it is giving professional organising another platform. I love, like Marie Kondo, I'm very thankful for her show tidying up and so I'm also thankful for Reese Witherspoon putting together this show as well because it's elevating our industry and just giving us um, an opportunity for the world to know what we do and an opportunity to raise awareness so that other people can go, oh, ah, there's professional organisers out there and they can come in and help me to declutter and organise my home. So I'm very, very thankful about that. Um, That's my number one. But tell me what you love. Mm, I'll go for my number one. I like that the houses weren't that cluttered because it also shows that sometimes you don't have to be living in total chaos for a professional organiser to help bring you some clarity and freedom. Now, look, we have to admit that. So in each episode, if you haven't seen it yet, 
jump onto Netflix and watch it. But in each yes. episode, there's two homes that Claire and Joanna, is that their names, Claire and Joanna? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that they um, go in and help. The first is usually some celebrity that is dealing with a house that is ridiculously large with a ridiculously yeah. huge Reese amount of contents. Chloe yeah. Kardashian. Yeah, we're talking Rachel like someone yeah. who's a yeah. fashion stylist. Yeah, so much stuff. And then the second generally is everyday normal relatively normal people (laughs) like a home that you would walk in and think oh that's the home of my friend like you can picture yourself in it yeah yeah so we obviously don't do many celebrities have you ever done a celebrity home I have done a couple yes of um Melbourne probably more Melbourne yeah influencers more than celebs uh Yes, possibly. Yeah, definitely very well known. Definitely had to talk about confidentiality when I saw them. Um, incredible homes. One of the, um, I, can't, I think it was the fashion designer that was in the home mm-hmm. edit because Cal watched it with me. Bless his little cotton socks. Mm-hmm. He was like, this is like me asking you to watch the grand final with me. I was like, yes, it is. Thank you. Um I said, oh, my gosh, this does actually remind me of a client that I've seen where the handbags were all lined up and the boots had their own section. So, yes, there's been a few clients that I've seen that are living a life that's different to most of us uh, with more disposable income and more housing and all the rest. But I certainly related more to the air quotes normal. I know that's a terrible way to say it. How do you say it, Kirst? The everyday. The everyday people, yeah. yeah. Have you Your done friends. any celebrities in Sydney? I haven't done celebrities, but I have done high wealth clients. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're a celebrity listening and you would like Amy and Kirsty to come and do your home, we are more than open to it. We would love to help you bring it on. So in that <laughs> offer, Kirst, what would look different if we were to come in and help declutter and organise a home versus the end product that Claire and Joanna produce? What's different about how we do it? So I'm not so sure that it's, that. so there's lots that is different, um, but there is a lot that's the same. And we think that there is a whole lot that goes on, not on camera, or before camera, Mm -hmm. or during camera that gets edited out. So we're not at all saying that it is, um, that what they're doing is so vastly different from what we would do. Um, We just think that it's probably been edited out and it's not great for TV. Like, tell (laughs) us your example that you just told me of what, what you've done that would be edited for any television show that we were to do in the future. Yes, well, I was with a client, let's just say in the last couple of weeks, so no client can even identify themselves, but Mm. we were going through their clean laundry um, and kind of working out what goes in what drawers and how we're going to set things out. And here's what we were doing. We were going through their undies, which is not glamorous for anybody, and the reality of the situation was these undies are period stained, these undies are not. These undies are period stained, these undies are not. That is not glorious go on tv type of thing but they are real life that's what a professional organizer does is it's like do you love these undies or every time you look at them you think oh they've got like a stain that hasn't come out even though i've washed them they're just well worn 
They're just yeah, you just got these. holes and the elastic's yeah. gone. There's That's so not much glamorous. of our job. <laughs> yeah, there's so much of our job that would be cut from a television show. So um just want to put it out there that when we get our television show, <laughs> we we recognize that there will be that it won't show the full and the entirety of a job that we go to, um, because it would make for boring television. Yeah, so even just putting Peter it Walsh out there, said that, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. He said yeah. like what you see on TV is always going to be the really quick edit. So you might have a seven minute segment on, say, for instance, the living room he was referring to, but it's taken nine hours to do the job. So you really are only seeing the tiniest, tiniest bits of the actual process. Yes. So getting back to your original question, though, what is different is we do focus a lot on the purging or the editing side that Clea and Joanna talk about. Um, And I totally believe that they do too. They're professional organisers, that is. And you can see it in some of the episodes where they look at each other sideways or they're like, you can see their physical frustration (laughs) with their client that they're not getting rid of things, particularly like that fashion designer one, I think was the one that stood out to me the most, that they were just all like, almost pulling their hair out going oh my gosh just let some of it go um and so I definitely think that their heart is for decluttering um and that is our heart and that's how I think that we're very similar as well that our heart is really to see people free of the clutter um of what they're not using and what they're not um what they're not loving I think in the, the garage episode two um yeah there, there was evidence of their frustration as well. So you have to watch it, people. We would highly recommend that you watch it. It's a fascinating, it's a fascinating show and gives you really good insight into part of our job. I loved watching it from the same way that I enjoy watching someone decorate a cake. So I love watching people put like their professional icing on and then pipe all these different things and then make little macaroons and set them on and scrape the bottom so it's perfect. Like I love watching those, but I always make homemade Women's Weekly versions of cakes. Like I love watching it. I'm not even wanting to attain that level. I have no desire in my heart to be a cake maker, but I do quite like watching it. And I kind Mm. of felt the same with this show, like, I don't want to be a professional organiser that just organises the stuff and and then doesn't declutter. But, gosh, it was satisfying watching it. (laughs) (laughs) And also the fact that they pretty much had no budget just blew my brains. Like we never, I've never been into a client's home where they've said, do you know what, just replace everything, Amy. I don't care. I don't care about the money. I don't care about the waste. Get rid of it all we're always on a budget and we're always trying to think how can we reuse what we already have? What containers are going to last? It doesn't matter if they're not the prettiest. Can we just use masking tape and a Sharpie or a Dymo instead of pretty acrylic labels? Like it's, it was so pretty to watch, but not the reality of the type of service that we provide. Yes. And that's because the type of service that we provide is totally unique to the client that we're working with. Whereas they're the home edit, they're known, like that's their brand. That's what they're yeah. known for. They're known for pretty labels and handwritten label, you know, like yeah, um, Clear's handwriting is their their labels. Like oh, that's yeah. what they're known as. They're known for that um, colour 
spot, you know, like having their pantry and their fridge done in rainbow colors. Like that's what they're known for. Whereas um, we, that's not our brand and that's because that's their brand and that's totally fine. Um, And what I love is that we come into homes and meet people where they're at. So if they want a, a pantry, like, the home edit we can totally provide that for them it and will i have cost done that them. for one of our high-end clients yes and it too, will cost them they had all this we totally replaced their product yeah they wanted special labels and they were just like just go for it but that is pretty yes. unusual yes and if that's what our clients want that's what they'll get because we meet people where they're at and we meet people, we we help them to achieve the goals that they have for their home. But part of our job is actually to help them create, um, to help them work through their goals and to help them decide whether or not the goals that they have for themselves are attainable and are realistic. And so you might want a home edit looking pantry, but do you have the couple of thousands of dollars <laughs> to invest in that? Yes. Awesome. Plus the Let's professional organisers to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So you're actually talking about three or $4,000 or, yep. you know, who knows? Who, it just totally depends. And that's why like every yep. home is unique and every person is unique and we are unique as professional organisers as well, just like Joanna and Clea. So I love that about us and I love that our, our brand is <laughs> what's unique about our brand. We, we are, are we are unique and we and our brand is the two mums from the suburbs who are professional organizers <laughs> like. yes. and our relationship similar to them like I actually enjoyed their relationship side of it there were some bits that grated on my nerves and other bits where I went oh my gosh I can so see Kirsten and I having that conversation or passing those looks you know when you've known someone for forever you can just look at them and they know exactly what you're thinking. I was like, oh, did I do that? <laughs> I was wondering if I was, I'm not going to get you to um, identify in this public forum that we're in. Um, oh. But I was just, I'm really curious to know if what grates on you about the show is a reflection of you. Because you know, like, you know, when yes. our kids do something yeah, yeah, and yeah. you get really annoyed, but you realize that what's annoying about them is what you are annoyed in yourself. Yes, definitely at. a little bit of that. And also a little bit of what annoys me about you. About you, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I know. That's what I was just all like. It was, yeah, it was great. It was self-reflection. Who are you? Are you Claire or Joanna? I don't think either of us are either. I saw bits of both of them in both of us. Um, Mm -hmm. I I definitely don't think there's, you know, one, I don't think that there's one of us that's one and one that's the other because we are way more complicated and they are more complicated than just being able to draw a straight line. Um, I think our relationship is unique and how how we interact is unique and how we see each other's strengths is unique and how we take leadership in different situations is unique. So I don't think I can answer that question because I, some parts Cal was like, oh, I can so hear you saying that. And then the same person would say something 10 minutes later. He goes, oh, my gosh, that's straight out of the mouth of Kirst. <laughs> I, I want Cal to come on and tell me what he thinks. <laughs> I want he to last know, them but... two episodes out of the eight. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know. Yeah. Do you have an opinion on that? Um, I think I probably agree with you that there was much of, um, yeah, I think that there's 
bits of both of us in both of them. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Yeah. How else are we different? How else do we do things differently other than being totally different personalities to both yeah. of them? Um, well, you and I are different in our addiction to containers. <laughs> Yes, we started having a conversation this morning about this show um, and we started having a discussion, a heated discussion about what we believe is the right angle to take on something mm-hmm. and Amy's like, stop talking, let's just do it in the podcast, let's have this argy-bargy out in the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> because, Kirst, I think you said um, you weren't convinced about the the intense use of containerization. Yes. Um, and you said, I think they containerize too much. And I said, oh, no, I think you said that containers aren't always the solution or yes, part of the solution. Is that what you said? Yes, yes. And I was like, I, yeah. as if they're not. Yes. <laughs> yes. So tell so, me why containers are always the answer. I think containers are awesome because they create natural limits. So I would consider the draw a container. So when I saw um, that Claire and Joanna were putting like containers within containers within containers, I was like, that's a whole lot of money and unnecessary, but it does look great. And I don't think I've ever done that with a client where we're like, we'll just put that within this, within that, within this. But I'm a massive fan of the container from the perspective that it gives the natural limit that it's easy to know where the home is. It's not this ambiguous. It goes somewhere in that cupboard. It's like this is the box that goes in. When this box is full, I need to make a decision. Am I going to edit what's in the box? Am I going to declutter what's in the box? Or am I going to increase the capacity I allow for it? I think it's helpful for children so that they know where things go. I think it's helpful when you're rearranging because you can go, okay, everything comes out of the pantry. It's all in containers. It's really quick to wipe down the shelves and put things back. I can't think of a situation where I was given the option to containerize or not containerize and I would pick not. Now, we don't always because clients don't always enjoy that and they don't always agree with me. It's not my agenda, it's theirs. So I don't always do it, but I can't think of a situation where I wouldn't want to. Okay, so I think that this is... Take the rebuttal, please. Yeah, well, (laughs) no, the rebuttal is that you qualified it very differently just now than you did this morning because... When I was saying, when I was thinking containers, I was thinking like the linen cupboard doesn't need extra containers in it. The linen cupboard is a container. No, but I'll clarify that to say that I think within something like a linen cupboard, I think further containerization is helpful. 
Always. I think it's always helpful. I don't think it's always necessary. But if I had the choice, I would always go for some way of separating out the sheets and this thing has the queens and this one. We don't always get to do it. Like that's what, like, but if I had the choice, yes, I would definitely do it. And in my house, I do. Right. So the reason why I think containers are not always the answer, <laughs> firstly, let me qualify that, that any container, I think that any container should be clear. Oh, amen, sister. That they should never be opaque. What unless, about when they're on display okay, though? Unless that's, I'm just about to say, okay, sorry. unless <laughs> they are on display or unless they are hiding something that you don't want to be on display. Yes. Like your pads and your tampons don't necessarily need to be in a clear container if they're in a shared bathroom like your office or, you know, like you don't, it doesn't have to be, but the for the majority clear, unlitted containers (laughs) for often used stuff. Yep is the best so the other thing that comes to mind when you say containers is I often think of lidded containers and lidded containers are not your friend are are most are not most people's friends when they're trying to put something away because Uh they look at a lidded container and go that's too much work I'm not that's a hill I'm not willing to climb it's so hard that 0.3 of a second to lift it. (laughs) But we know that that's the truth. It's totally the truth. Like it makes a difference. So that's why I say that containers aren't always the answer because I think that containers can sometimes be the hill that people are willing to die on. Uh So containers can often, in my experience with my clients, containers can be the barrier that stops people putting things away. Uh So, yes, it makes it easier. In, for some people, it makes it easier. It makes it clear, delineated. The towels go in this bucket. The towels, you know, the shampoo goes in this container. The Vegemite goes on this lazy season. I totally, totally think that that works for a lot of people. I think for some people... And particularly, maybe it comes back to our Gretchen Rubin episode with me being a rebel and thinking like a rebel that yes. some people who have a container that says double sheets go there, they go, uh, <laughs> watch me, the double sheets go here instead. <laughs> and so I think that maybe it also our different views on things come back to our different personalities. <laughs> That you are, well, if somebody expects me to put it in with the double sheets, I must put it in the double sheets. Whereas I go, if somebody expects me to put it in with the double sheets, I'm I'm putting it in the garage. Put it somewhere else. (laughs) (laughs) And I just think that sometimes containers can be a barrier for actually keeping your house tidy. And sometimes it can create, and for some people, it's too much thought process. It's like, that's, but that's the whole point is that you don't have to make a decision because it's already, there's a container. And so what I think, Kirst, we do differently and certainly what I do differently is when there's a container, I don't then organise necessarily within the container. So I was watching the show going, what I've noticed is within the 
container, they've got everything like perfectly lined up or color segregated. And so within the container, it looks pretty. Whereas I think the joy of containers, particularly when they're behind closed doors, say in a pantry or a craft cupboard, is that you can just put it in the container. It doesn't then require an extra step. And that is also the joy of the container because, for instance, my kids' sheets are in a container, so linen. Yes, it could just go on a shelf, but it doesn't. It goes in a container. And just by mere fact of putting it in the container means I don't have to put any effort into folding the fitted sheet. I just roll it in a ball and shove it in there. <laughs> yeah, which is when non, which is when opaque containers are good for you in your home. Correct. But they also live there. There's only one of those containers in your boys' bedroom, isn't there? Yes. Yeah. Like, one there's in each no, Yeah. There's no because that's the problem with opaque containers is that you're like, well, I don't know, Do am I going to have to pull four opaque containers out to decide which one's the linen cupboard? Whereas if it's clear, you can go, well, I know that that's where the linen goes in that cupboard in, yeah. in the boys' bedroom because it's clear and I can see. Yeah, and I think too it's about habit. So the boys have one, two, three, four, five, maybe even six black fabric boxes, the droners from Ikea in the top of their wardrobe. One has beach towels, like their beach towels. One has their linen. One has their clothes to grow into. One has their camping gear that they've like got themselves, like a little camping chair and a head torch and stuff like that. And one has their humidifier in it. I can't remember what the other one is. And so none of them have labels on, but they've always been in the same order and I've never seen the kids pull the wrong one out. Mm -hmm. So I think it's different strokes for different folks as much as it kills me to say that. I know. I want that to be a rule that everyone can always follow. (laughs) So just so everybody knows, we're riding a course at the moment and Amy's really struggling with the concept that there may be different ways of doing things. Whereas I'm like, I don't care if there's variations, but I want the rule. And so, and here's the other off cuts to the rule. Whereas Kat's like, no, let's make it more guideline-ish. I can't handle guidelines. I need a rule. We should have two courses. People who think they're going to follow the cursed way and people that are going to follow the Amy way and then they can just pick. Yes. You want options or do you just want to be told what to do? Yes. Not a bad idea, Kirst. Yes. Do you know when Simon and I were, before we had kids and we'd muck around talking about having kids and we'd say, if we ever have twins, why don't we both take one each and see which one turns out better? (laughs) That's the best and the cruelest and the weirdest thing I've ever heard. I know. I hope people can understand that. It was all in jest and yes, it's funny. Yes, brilliant. But that's, that's you and I in one. business. Like, Yeah, doing... it's that merge of parenthood, like we're parenting this business that we're like, oh, we switch one way and then I'm like, oh, yeah, I think the way Kirst does that will work and sometimes you're like, oh, no, let's do your way. That'll work better. Yeah. Nothing to do with the home edit. Um, I have opened up the conversation that we had on our Facebook page about the home edit because there was like 50, 60 comments on it Um, and I thought, why don't we have a chat about a few of them? There was another thing I wanted to say that we do very differently to the home edit is that our clients stay with us all the time. Like they do. So in the home edit, probably for the sake of, time and the sake of getting the job done for the 
for the purpose of the television show. And for the reveal. Yeah, and for the reveal, the clients go away. They come in, they do a bit of a purge with, you know, a bit of decluttering and Joanna and Claire ask lots of questions like how, how does it, how do you want it to function, which is one of our key questions as well. However, in the home edit show, the clients go and disappear. I wonder if they actually go if they were doing a non-TV session because obviously that's this is what they do for a job just like us. So I wonder what that would look like. Like if we were to film a show or when we one day film a show, <laughs> we even though like what we do is we have the clients with us in real life, we would still do that on the show because it's actually about that process and the transformation and the thinking and, and it really embraces the head, heart and home, not just the home. So I wonder, I'd be interested to see what their normal client sessions would look like. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested if you know them and know um, follow their work really closely, let us know because we, in our normal sessions, in our normal sessions, not our TV sessions, Amy, <laughs> <laughs> in our sessions, our clients stay with us the whole time because we are, we are purging and we're decluttering with them. We need their permission. Like they always give us their permission. It's always a guided decision that the clients make about what gets to stay in their home but also the organizing of it is also done in concert with the client because we talk to them about how it is that they function in their home and we're often tweaking as we go so we might come in with an idea of like okay we think that it should be done you know that we would set up the pantry like this and the client goes well actually the majority of our household are gluten intolerant. So the gluten stuff has to be up high and the gluten-free stuff needs to be the everyday access stuff. Whereas if we, like, yes, if we were to stage it, we would probably know that too. But that the organising process, both of them are so done in concert with our clients. It's not at all like the television show for us, but Mm. we know some of our colleagues do it like that as well. And particularly in the States, I think that that's a more common way of doing. Yeah. I've certainly had plenty of requests for that. I know you have had some as well. Um, And we're like, yep, that's totally the way it can be done. It's not the way that we work. And so we can help you find the right person. And because one of the things that stood out to me when I was watching the show is that when they couldn't declutter with the clients, they just put it in another storage room or yes. they put it in boxes for the client to go back to at another stage. And we were both equally like, wow, look at those clients, like balk at the idea of actually getting to that <laughs> They're job. They're still going to be is, sitting there in months. Yeah, which is like one of the joys of our job is actually relieving people of that burden mm. because we actually process it with them. Like we get, we help them to make the decisions when we're there. And if it's for donations, we take the majority of them or what can fit in our cars away for yeah. them. Yeah. So they're like, they never have to think about that garage sale ever again. They never have to think about the toys that they've decided that the kids aren't going to play with ever again. <laughs> if you want a good example of that, watch the episode where they um, sort the playroom for the, I think they're five-year-old twins. <laughs> Have a look at the end. There's a whole storage room of things that the girls want the family to go through to declutter and the family just look at the storeroom and just close the door and walk away. <laughs> I'm like, yes, that's totally understandable. <laughs> so yes. Kimberly Ann Martin on our Facebook page says they use a lot of products. I don't think it's as necessary as they make out. 
Team Kirsty. <laughs> Chrissy <laughs> Collins says that we're funnier. I'm not sure about that, Kirst. I'm not sure anyone would put us as like a comedy couple. But well, <laughs> clearly Chrissy does. Thanks, Chrissy. She says we would make a way better show. That's very sweet. Um, Anna Fowler says I haven't edited very much. I would like to see Amy and Kirsty make a show. They can do my house first, um, Anna. <laughs> I <laughs> um, would love to. Yes. Go and do your house, Anna. Oh, we would love to. So a lot of people commenting on the consumerism and that it's not normal homes. I would argue that normal is relative, that if you are a celebrity, that if you do mix in those circles, the first, like the big house, a celebrity house, is your normal. Mm. And that some people would look at Kirsty's and my house and say, well, that's not normal. That's upper middle class. Yes, yes. exactly. So I yeah. think that even if we did a show, Kirst, even, sorry, even when <laughs> there will always be people that look at the house and say, well, that's not what my house looks like. Of course it's not because normal is so relative. Yeah. I'm just scrolling what through there's so many comments. Um, yep. Putting my hand up for Amy and Kirsty to do a show. <laughs> they talk too much. They're two women in business. Yeah. <laughs> our show wouldn't be too much different you would hear a whole lot of amy and i rabbiting on yeah uh we have a whole podcast because we talk so much yeah <laughs> <laughs> um not sure how much it was real or staged as anita absolutely that's the that's the joy of tv yeah that would be the s- question that people would have if on our show when we make it as well Yes, exactly. Um, Janelle Diaz says, I started watching it and I love it. Yeah. Good. It was tried to watch it. I'd rather gouge my eyes out, says Gabriel. <laughs> Again, different people like different things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, someone else saying, I think my Saturday night is sorted because they're going to be watch Yeah, they're inspired. Yeah. Yes. Um, Leah C talks about how she found the overwhelming focus on the overconsumption, which she found really difficult. I don't know if that means of the quantity of items in a person's home or whether it was the bringing in of just so much product, extra product. Um, but again, the product is branded and there. So I think that's part of their brand perhaps. Oh, and the whole show is sponsored by the container store. Yeah. Like Kirst, that's tell us how... about your rabbit hole. Oh, so the container store, actually, I'm not sure if I should declare this in the <laughs> podcast because it might actually go against our consumer, our minimalist sentiments and anti-consumerism, but the container store actually delivers to Australia. <laughs> so I was all like, well, you know, if we get more inquiries of people wanting to do the home edit, maybe we can get the product from the container store. But um yeah, and that's, I mean, that was one of the reasons that I wanted to do this this episode is because we do, our heart really is for decluttering. Our heart is to only organise what you actually really use and love, not what you're not, <laughs> and not bringing in beautiful products just for show. Like we often, we are often very i i think tomorrow i'm going to a client with product and that is very one of the very first times that i've done it um and uh, amy does it a lot more regularly than me but only 
for the products that she's she you don't often know how how do I say it I don't I have gone to homes and I have um done the purge and done the declutter and then they've said yep I'm ready to buy new stuff and I have gone out and sourced the product and brought it in mm -hmm. and that's what you do too Amy yeah. like um but you do have some but mostly we're working yeah but like 90 percent of clients yes. i did actually question the other day if it's a good use of the space in the back of my car because i haven't used it, but it has been COVID, so maybe that's why i was thinking that yes whereas like i very my my boot is always full of stuff i take away from my clients yes like, i love that i bit. use my boot i don't i don't want products if i don't have to have them in my boot because i want my boot to be of the most use to my clients by taking as much donations away as i possibly can um but we we like amy said we mostly repurpose things in our clients homes mm. and then because what we want our clients to do is to get into the habits of using what they have and putting and being able to maintain the space yes before they buy products that may or may not help them to maintain the space because one of my biggest concerns with um this type of show um and not not just not just that show but any show that shows products is that people think that that is their silver bullet that that is all they need is pretty containers and then their family will magically be able to tidy up and that is never ever 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 going to be the case it might inspire you to magically tidy up it might inspire you but to... even then if you're overwhelmed with clutter cursed you're oh. just going to fill those containers and then go buy more <laughs> yes and that's what like i please don't buy pretty containers hoping that your children are suddenly going to do a 180 and turn into different children they're not <laughs> if only it was that easy Yes, we all need to practice our tidying habits. You know, we mentioned that we've done a whole episode on this. It's called tidy. Is it cleaning, tidying, or decluttering? And we go through the different different aspects of maintaining a decluttered and organized home. Because one of them, one part of it is tidying. Like to have a decluttered home, and to have a home that looks like the homes that it the end product of the home edit show you have to maintain it yeah which is what joanne crawl says okay i didn't see any transferring of skills shown which is not representative of what professional organizers do which is true there's so much about that training and coaching that you miss when you're not actually with the client can i tell you the funniest comment that i read yes please <laughs> this one's the best i don't know if you saw it but it was from linda james she said, I saw the ad on Netflix and I felt disloyal, but I suppose Amy and Kirsty won't know if I watch it. <laughs> I had, I had Mandy Hose from Two Peas in a podcast. I was speaking to her and I said, hey, have you watched the home edit? And she goes, no, I didn't want to feel like a sleaze by watching it. And I was like, you so have permission. Lovely. You have permission to watch whatever you want, Mandy. And to all of our listeners, you have our permission. You don't need our permission, but you definitely have it to watch this show. It is really fascinating. And if it inspires you to declutter and organize your home, we are 
all for it. We are absolutely <laughs> all for it. Oh, it did make me laugh. I love that Mandy felt exactly the same. Yes. <laughs> but if, you know, unless it's, I can't think of any reason that I wouldn't want any of our listeners to watch one of these shows. No, I think in conjunction with this episode, it's great. I think the reason that I would discourage it, if you're a perfectionist and watching that is going to discourage you from making a start, I would say watch something a little bit more realistic or just listen to some episodes or just make a start rather than feeling like you can't make a start until you have your hair ties colour coordinated. Yes. Here's what I think. I'm just, I think we can finish the Facebook um, reading out with a comment that Jack made, say one of our beautiful staff, and she's said this. I think the difference is that the art of decluttering is about connecting, understanding and working with our gorgeous clients to achieve their decluttering goals for freedom. Our clients are involved during the whole process, making decisions on belongings and space while still being coached and supported. I love the budget and aesthetics of the home edit and I can see how the hosts love what they do. However, I love the vulnerability of our art of decluttering clients and working with them to make a real difference, helping them achieve their vision of living organised lives with freedom. Truth bomb. They're this is the why way. we have the best staff ever. <laughs> we do. but And that, like, oh, I'm so... It makes me so happy that, you know, our staff speak that way because that's how we you know that's what the heart of this episode has been it is absolutely not to bag the home edit it is to say how different we are and maybe we're not at all different in real life you know and maybe if we had a television show it would look a lot like the home edit so for all of you who are like feeling like you're cheating on us by watching it or feeling like we would do a better job you may or may not be right because we may not be any different if we had our own television show because we are obviously probably very I can probably say with a hundred percent accuracy that we will never have the budget to do our own (laughs) show by ourselves without there will always be a producer and (laughs) someone behind us saying we want you to use this product we want to stage it like this we want you girls to wear this much makeup wear these clothes like that will all happen on the one day when this eventually happens, Kirst. Yeah. So we do have another episode called the container episode. And that is when we also talk about containers and how we use containers in with our clients and how, and the recommendations that we give that for the majority that they are clear containers and that this, that they all work together to help you function in your home. So yes, the container episode is really good and, um, one that I often point people to that do not buy containers until you've been done the decluttering process. Absolutely. Which also just amazes me about this show that they bring in all this product. Like it looks like they've brought in all this product at the very beginning. And do you know is what? There is one the job where I've done that. And I, it, I really resonated. At one point they did a youth center. I know, sorry, we were about to like close the show and I'm like, yeah, oh, no. but hold on. Right. They did a youth center. But wait, there's more. Yeah, there's totally more. Um, And it reminded me of a time when Jack and I did an art room at a school and we did go in with about seven or $800 worth of containers because the art room had no containers. And so we did pre-purchase an enormous, like enormous, enormous quantity of containers 
and we use them right from the start. We use them to sort, we use, and we ended up using them all. But that is pretty unique. And when I saw them do the youth centre, I went, ah, yes, there is that when you know you're going to need containers because you've gone and you've looked and you know, okay, we're going to need a bajillion containers for all the glitter and glue. But if we know, like, if if we had storage facilities, we probably would stock more storage. Um, It's just that neither of us want to fill up our homes with products that may or may not get used yeah um so we may in time we may be completely like the home editor and have our own brand at kmart or target or bunnings or somewhere or the container store when they come to australia properly (laughs) (laughs) but for the moment we love repurposing and using a select a very small select use of products from the likes of ikea yeah (laughs) so we, we hope, hope this that, episode is, oh, we both hope, we yes. equally hope, and we over the top of each other hope. <laughs> Just like Clea and Joanna. <laughs> but that's it, isn't it? Like that is real life. You and I talk over each other all the time and we've been podcasting for three years and we still do it. We try really hard not to because we both don't enjoy that of no. other podcasts or other television shows or other or in real life, yeah, we don't like it. it. So, happens. yeah, because we're both so eager to talk. So eager. So eager to say thank you and goodbye. <laughs> Good night, Australia. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for joining us. If you've learned something awesome today, we'd love you to leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook so others can find our podcast too. Don't forget you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website, artofdecluttering.com.au. So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out there. If you'd like to join our supporter community, you can do so over at patreon.com slash decluttering. We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.